And today's sponsor is Zestcoin. It's an excellent masternode project with an equally great use case. What? Charity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all want to make money in crypto, don't we? We all... We're all looking for something, aren't we? We, I mean, for me, it's it's comfort. I'm looking for comfort and I'm looking for freedom. And hopefully the money that I make in crypto will, will generate that for me. But wouldn't it be lovely, as you were doing that, to give something back along the way? Well, Zest has, has, has five designated charity pools. Uh, Rapid Relief, Scholars Club, Prosperity Pool, Club Zest and Athletic Pool, right? Masternode holders can nominate charities they feel fit each category and then the community votes on which are best and dollars will be donated to them. Additionally, Zest uses its smart growth approach to address inflation and keep the coin price high, whilst also allowing Masternode holders to earn passive income. It's great. It's got a strong development team. It's got an active community. You can go and join the Discord uh, and and join in the discussion there. Um, You can buy it on CoinExchange and Cryptopia, but you can go and learn more about the project at zestcoin.io. And I know some people listening to this podcast aren't crypto dudes. So a masternode basically is really simple you buy a bunch of coins you put them in your wallet and then you earn more coins every month interest you earn interest so if you have a zest masternode right it would give you according to masternodes pro no masternodes.online and i don't know if this is up to date uh, a weekly income of $129 and a monthly income 554 and a yearly income of $6,700 just for buying a Zest Mastodon, it cost you two and a half thousand dollars, I think. So, ah, yeah, Zest, a new This Strange Life sponsor, and I'm just incredulous at those statistics. What a great coin, what a great team. Glad to have them as a sponsor. Love those guys. Go, go and check them out, peeps. Zest, zest.io. Sorry, Zest Coin. Dot io. Go and check them out, guys, at zestcoin.io. Peace.
Okay. What a fucking track. <laughs> what a track. But there you have it, Willie, right? So you've heard of the Mandela effect, right? The Mandela effect. I've been knowing about that for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, literally uh, <laughs> 0.0001 0. 0. year. Um, well, one, one of the, like... So, so basically, it's about other glitches in the matrix, and it's all people think people think it's linked back to the CERN uh, super collider that because they're smashing these particles together, it's like opening fucking wormholes and shit, and our and our like history is getting like warped. Um, like there's, there's basically there's glitches in the matrix, and one big one always point oh, people always point to is uh, oh at the end of. Um, uh, the Queen song, We Are the Champions, that everybody's sure it used to go, we are the champions of, of the, the world. world. And then everybody's gone, but we, we listened back to the track and, and it, you know, it doesn't say that. So there's some kind of glitch in the matrix. Well, there you have it. So wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Shouldn't we know empirically whether that existed at one point and doesn't exist now? Yeah, but people are start people or are it's saying like it's that, just these Jedi mind trick that like yeah, there is this, I, when you said it to me, I I remember it ending that way. Yeah, yeah, you know. But okay, it's called the Mandela effect because people there's a collective memory that Nelson Mandela died while he was in prison. Oh, okay, but he I didn't. see. He died when he got out of prison, but everyone seems to believe that he died in prison. So again, just to go back to the the Freddie Mercury and Queen thing that everybody thought that he said, we are the champions of the world. And then they listened back to we are the champions and it just finishes. Yes, they're right. The actual queen, the actual album track finishes. We are the champions and that's it. But of course, everybody, if you were alive in 1985 and above the age of three, you will remember live eight. It was such a live aid. It was called, it was such a big, I mean, Willie, uh, you, you're probably a bit young to remember, but it was like the, the queen coronation or, or uh, Charles and Diana getting married. It was fucking massive. What was this Every, event? It was Bob Geldof. Uh, it was like uh, for starving kids in Africa, basically. He put together this massive concert. And, and it was on TV. And Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> fucking beamed around. I mean, there was like billions of, of viewers. I, I, maybe not billion. Yeah, maybe. Could maybe like billions of trillions, viewers. Trillions, yeah. you know. Aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but there you have it, kids. At the end of Live 8, his performance, when he does a little bit of a medley, at the end of it, he says, we are the champions yeah. of the world. So, fuck you. The Mandela Effect is bullshit. And we are... <laughs> so, not to put you on the spot, but can you think of any other Mandela Effect type situations in your life or any no. anything anecdotal about it? Because that does seem like a phenomenon that... Uh, yeah, I can't I can't Let's, like put my finger on one or two, but that kind of shit happens all the time where like your brain feels like it's finishing a thought but you know it gets it wrong. Yeah. So I'm trying to find so it's called they reckon it's like false memory. Um but it's so, interesting when it becomes like a, in the zeitgeist like in, like the Nelson okay, Mandela. Okay, so, so listen to this one. Thing Is it Looney Tunes or Looney Tunes? Say it again. Looney Tunes, T U N E S or Looney T O N S. Shit. And is it the Berenstein Bears? Oh, oh, tunes. Is it? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Well, uh, no, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just reading it now. I see, I see, I see. Um, So I'm I'm not sure which one's which, but basically that's one of them that they point to. Uh, Another one is Nelson Mandela died in prison that we've already discussed. And what about the Berenstein Bears? I fucking Um, fucking loved the Berenstein Bears back in the day. The the basically it's the Berenstein so B E R E N S T 
B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. So was it the Bernstein or the Bernstein Bears? Because everyone remembers it as the Bernstein. That's what Apparently I Apparently now it's the Bernstein. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like look, these. It's, it's A-I-N at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. So people think it's like a glitch in the Matrix. But I, I just think it's the way people used to say it. Or sure. It's, it's bullshit. I, yeah. I, I am not on board 1% with this, uh, with this theory at all. Yeah, I don't put a ton of credence into that. And definitely not the glitch in the matrix aspect of it or the CERN relating it back to CERN particle colliders doesn't really, like, d- doesn't really to add one. up to me. In Forrest Gump, did he say life was like a box of chocolates or life is like a box of chocolates? Is. Yeah, that's what everyone remembers. But apparently when you go back and watch the movies, life was like a box of chocolates. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can think of some more things like that where th- this it's guy's just, saying that, that that's not necessarily a phenomenon to me though. I think it's just we fuck we get shit wrong like that sometimes and then we again, all just repeat it. And back then, you know, it was like we were watching movies on uh yeah. on VHSs and shit, yeah. you know, it wasn't And he's got like a really thick southern accent. So it's like sure. life yeah. was life was like a box of chocolates. That's life a... was <laughs> life was like life is was is Yeah, yeah it's I, pretty I feel similar, man. So anyway, that was the Mandela Effects, and we are This Strange Life. I'm Mickey, the conduit between the freaks and the mother fucking geeks. And I am Willie coming in hot today, coming in red hot on a really just epically rainy day here in Bangkok. <laughs> oh, man. But I had a long day. I, I, well, as you know, Willie, I've driven back from Samut Sakon, and there was, there was proper flooding, man. Really? I, I was bounding in my 4x4 through the puddles, and it was like probably a foot deep in some places. Does that make you uneasy? A little bit, yeah. Because like, we don't murdered a couple do of motorcyclists. that. In, <laughs> even in Seattle, it's famous for rain, but it, it, we never get to flooding like that, mm. you know? And so I'm not used to driving in that... But it's pretty much just fucking normal par for the course of life here in Thailand. People yeah. are, people drive motorbikes through half a meter, you know, two feet of rain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No I was problem. passing motorbikes and they, just, and they yeah. were driving with their feet. They're like, badass, man. You know, they put the feet on the on yeah. the frame in front of them. Yeah. But it's, it's fucked up, man. Uh, because when... I, do, you, do you drive, Willie? You do drive, right? I mean, I, I have a driver's license and I drive when I'm home, but yeah. I drive a motorbike here when I'm outside of Bangkok. But Well, well when, you, when you're driving fast and you hit a puddle... Especially if there's only one wheel that hits the puddle, you, you, it can like wrench the steering wheel out of sure. your hand and like put you on another course if, if, you, if you get what I mean. So it's pretty fucking deadly, man. Yeah. I can see why traffic grinds to it. But well, why does traffic really grind to a halt when it's raining? I mean, I know. Well, I think it's just. Especially uh, when there isn't flooding, it's just yeah. raining. It's just what. It's, I'd love to. Do People, you know what, Willie? We should get someone on the show it's who, m- who we can talk to about like traffic psychology and traffic. Oh. But it, it, it's physics. so different when you go like in the States, like state by state or, you know, in the UK, wherever, depending on the standard weather, for example, if you're in California and it doesn't rain very often, if it rains a little bit, people do, I have no idea what to do. People freak They the don't know how out. to drive. <laughs> yeah, or, but it rains all the time here. Yeah, so And people just know how to handle it. Well, no, because the traffic here slows down, well, though, doesn't it? I would argue that that's because traffic here is just generally fucked. But, but so, so like a, people a, here are more comfortable driving in rain than... Yeah. most places yeah yeah i guess you're right it's like if you if you're born in kind of like iceland or scandinavia you're more used to like snow driving and exactly shit. yeah but in england if it snows like the whole country just grinds to a fucking yeah they don't know what the fuck yeah. to do everyone's nervous. like an they, inch of snow and fucking driving in you know, snow the economy is suffers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i almost i almost put a car like deep down a uh a ditch 
Oh, like ex girlfriend's car. Like, <laughs> really? yeah, she had like a nice car, and I was driving it up in like an ice snowstorm, and I almost like skidding on the ice, and I almost fell over this ledge, and I had to like call my dad and have him come save me with a ro- big ledge. ropes. Um, no, probably about twenty feet or so, and it, yeah. it, it's like more like a hill, but it would have been ugly. It would have oh, been man. real shitty. Have you ever driven around those uh, like canyon roads in in like California and shit? Canyon roads. You know when you go around like the corner of the ocean, yeah, yeah. oh and yeah, you, and you go like yeah. for sure in Oregon, I've and done California, that in, uh, Myanmar, so kind of crazy. Yeah, 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 it's fucking weird, man. Yeah, really fucking Spe- weird. So while we're on it, uh, quick little uh, subject change. Yeah. Speaking of Seattle and the West Coast. I don't know how close you followed this, but the other day at SeaTac Airport, where I'm going to be in about a week and a half in Seattle, <laughs> yeah. there is this dude working for Alaska Airlines, which is like the hub airline of SeaTac Airport. And he was 29 years old, married, white dude, mm. seemingly middle class. Mm. And he just was, I don't know, f- picking up the bags, moving them around and spotted like an open plane, keys in it. Turned on the key, got How in there. How did you know that the keys? Are, it's not like you look <laughs> into no a idea. car and you see the keys <laughs> in ignition. It's just weird to me that a plane is started by a bunch of keys. It's weird to me that a plane is actually started by a key, like a car. I actually key. have no idea if that's true. But it's like you know, wouldn't it be something a little bit more, um, a little bit? Wouldn't it be something? Uh, Jimmy's just entered the room in his usual. Uh, uh, cool and calm and collected style. <laughs> yeah, is, isn't shouldn't you shouldn't like starting a plane be a little bit more like uh, tough than turning a key? <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a supercomputer and just being able to kick out the cord or something. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So, so what happened then? So he got in the car. He got in the car. He got in the plane, and it was like a 60 seater plane, so fairly big, like puddle jumper. You know, something yeah. you might take to Patia or some some short distance uh, flight. And he got up in it and, uh, you know, started talking to air traffic control. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And they, I saw the, the, the whole transcript of it. And he's going back and forth. And he's like, shit, man, I got, I got a screw loose. I'm like kind of weird, but I'm just up here and, you know, trying to have, have a beautiful day. And they're trying to talk him down and talk so, him down. Yeah, because, I mean, the strict protocols about where you can fly and at what altitude, especially near an airport, right? Sure. Because and people th- coming into land and shit. There's several airports. There's several uh like naval bases around there. It's right near Seattle. Like, uh, so they scrambled some like F 15 so that we're like following him and shooting out the sky. I mean, if needed, if he probably headed towards the city, like at a building or something, I don't know what would have happened. And eventually he just kept talking to the air traffic controller and seemed like kind of halfway suicidal and halfway committed to this. And was, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to try and do, uh, like a flip. And there's video. I don't know if you've seen it. There's video no. of him doing like a flip over the water, over the Puget Sound, and he finishes it and he gets down to probably, it looked like about within 100 or 200 feet of the water and he gets it and levels it out. And so he completed, he, he completed the fucking flip. flip. Can I see this? Yeah, right pull that. it up, man. And then after the flip, I think he, he commented something like, oh shit, I'm getting low on gas. And then he's like, oh, my engine's going out. And a little bit more chat or something like that. And he could have gone into the water, but he went on to some little small uninhabited island and yeah. crashed and burned and died. So 29 years oh, old. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm watching him do the flip now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Look at that. It, yeah. 
because he was flying over people's houses, you know, and they're like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Look at Holy that. Holy shit. He was way close to the water. How low was that? Man, man, he went out in a fucking blaze of glory, though, yeah. didn't he? I mean, God bless him. I mean, yeah. fucking hell, if I ever want to kill myself, I'm going to go to fucking Safuna Boom and uh, <laughs> still a fucking jumbo I imagine jet. it would be a lot easier there. Yeah. Well, actually, as a white guy walking yeah, around in the Falang, tarmac, yeah. I don't know if... Yeah, uh, yeah, if, yeah. because the, the tires would just be like, it's oh, fucking yeah. whying you and yeah. shit, wouldn't <laughs> they? <laughs> this, guy, this guy must be at least a co-pilot, huh? Yeah. So it brought up a lot of security questions of like, if this idiot yeah. is just able to get a, on a plane... Should we be a little bit more worried well, about well, it? Well, the fact of the matter is he didn't have a fucking... He didn't have a beard and, and a turban on, so he was granted a little bit of... Um, Th- that gets you a lot a lot of leeway, doesn't it? White privilege, yeah. Yeah. Like getting on a fucking aeroplane, yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, let, let's give him a couple of minutes to, to settle in before we introduce him. No but, need, I'm a fucking pro. Oh, Jimmy. Okay, there you are, sunshine. Uh, what number are you? Number three. Uh, there you go, yeah, okay. I uh, think he's live, huh? Yeah, okay, we're live with Jimmy. Jimmy's in the room. So, uh, welcome to Jimmy, uh, a.k.a. Jimmy the Drip, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> Ryan Breadbin. I hope I don't fucking electrocute myself, man. Why is that? Fuck, feel. Feel that. Sopping? Completely oh, yeah, you're wet. <laughs> completely wet. It's like me after a run. No. Well, well, no. Ne- well, ne- it is actually. Uh, well, yeah, set off earlier, mate. So what's going on? I mean, Coots. that's all I'd say. Uh, well, we've got a lot to discuss. Um, so we've we just been through the Mandela effect, and, and that was pretty, pretty cool. And then a guy stole a plane at an airport, basically. Uh, and I've, I mean, I've got loads of shit to get through as usual. But um, um, just before we start, yeah, how do you spell Tommy Hilfinger? Uh, H-I-L-F-I-N-G-E-R. How do you spell it? I would have Oh, no, no, there's Hilf- no when in it. It's Hilfiger. Yeah. yeah, I only found Hilfiger. out that Tommy yeah. Hilfiger is really... Figure. Yeah, yeah. it's Hilfiger. Tommy yeah. Hilfiger. Is that another Mandela effect, is it? I don't know. Is no, it? okay. Well, yeah, we were talking about Mandela effect because, you know, they have, like, the Bernstein bears and the Bernstein bears and, like, Nelson Mandela died in prison... And all that shit. So I, I just didn't die so in did prison. You, did, yeah. he, he didn't die in prison. Yeah, no, that's no, he the, didn't. But, that's but there's the a collective memory. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prison, okay. Yeah. Did you it. think it was Tommy Hill finger, like, yeah. like uh, yeah. index finger? Yeah, I thought Amy Winehouse was Amy Whitehouse for about fucking five years. <laughs> it's funny when you have those things. I, I always like uh, think of song lyrics that I fuck up. You know, when you're just like. Ooh, I thought that was something else. Right. Like, like no, fish and chips. Usually people don't really know you do it, think that, but... Cunts and dicks. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, I guess, I guess it's like uh, podcasters, and, and now we're kind of like broadcasters, aren't we? In a sense. I mean, in the shittiest sense of the word, we are broadcasters now. What's, yeah, we, we, what's we, need, we need a verified check mark on Twi- Twitter, yeah, man. Yeah, we do. Okay, now. So, so we, should, we should really... We, we've had world exclusives, though. We have indeed, yeah. And we've got more to come this week, which is great. Uh, but I think we should really uh, talk about our brother in our Alex Jones, right? And I, I know we're a little bit late on this, a couple of weeks late, but... It's, uh, still, it's still going pretty hot he's, and heavy because he's been from Twitter. He, he? he cannot find a platform to accept him. So it's uh, like everywhere, attacking his website everywhere well, he they? turns his. Uh, let me get a little, I'll get a little 30 second rant from Alex here in a moment. But I think he's gone Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, Twitter, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. They've all 
you you know together booted him off. Let's get old Alex here. Come on, Alex. Buddy. On the Infowars account, it's a sub Does his voice ever make you feel uh, funny? Jones on Twitter. It gives me a sore throat. Infowars has had all these denial of service attacks, internal attacks at our servers, just all sorts of crazy stuff like out of a James Bond movie going on. CNN everywhere saying take our number one apps down on the App Store and on uh, Android. Sounds a little beaten down. His his voice sounds as though he's been sucking loads of unclipped dick. You know, and I get the uh, message that they're suspending and may shut down completely. But at least for seven days, the uh, real Alex Jones account, because I violated rules in a video that I shot live last night. So. Um, okay, let me let me ask you guys a question. Who thinks this is playing right into his hands and that he's loving it? He's secretly loving it because I don't. What, what's better credibility for a man like Alex Jones for these people to ban him? I mean, it's like it's called the tr- the Streisand effect. Streisand effect, yeah, yeah. Where um, right, and basically that's because Barbara Streisand she wants tried to curtail people coming to her home, didn't she, and, and looking at her home uh, because, like, reports were turned up on her, ho- her house, so she tried to ban it, and then, of course, everybody floods to her house and starts fucking filming it. So ha- have you ever heard more of Alex Jones in the last two weeks than you have before? It's been topical for sure, but I think that if you truly deplatform somebody off of all of these social media giants... I think over the aggregate, once this news cycle's over, I think it's you're gonna. I think it's a big problem. I, I think that, um, like like you're gonna have to go out of your way to find somebody if they're not on those social channels. You literally have to go to infowars.com, and people just that's not the way people behave on the internet anymore. Yeah, I, I so, guess it depends on how many of his viewers are casual, which has got to be a big percentage of any viewer. I mean, no think it, how so much of that's viral, you know, it's like stumbling on it. I feel yeah, like yeah. no, no, you're right because even someone like Joe Rogan, who's got a huge cult following, if he was to be kicked off YouTube, Twitter. Apple, everything. Yeah. His, his numbers would go down. Considerably, I mean, sh- yeah. They, they I mean, would go down. Think about they? yourself, how many like websites you go to regularly, you know, like seek out news or whatever content on a, on a website outside of social. So, Not yeah, that but, many, yeah, but, you know. So, so Joe Rogan's a good one because we all like him and we all follow him. So if he got banned from iTunes and YouTube and Twitter, would you go to JoeRogan.com to listen to his podcast? Personally, I would. I probably, I probably would. would. Well, yeah. Alex Jones is still on uh, BitChute, which yeah. is the YouTube alternative, right? Yeah, and there's some blockchain YouTubes, um, isn't there? Like yeah. a Red... Is it Red... DTube. Red DTube. Nice mines, little porn site. Yeah, 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 it's a porn site. Yeah. <laughs> Mines is blockchain, and, and you've got Gab AI as well for Twitter, right? Yeah, the alternative Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the alternatives are out there, but did you hear that he had loads of significantly massive... Uh, I think it was just sort of when the news hit, and the sort of 72 hours after, the number of people subscri- downloading his app and subscribing just sort of grew massively on the back of this okay. news. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's so, so you're right, in a way, in what you're saying, in that, yeah, this immediate effect has sort of shone the spotlight, hasn't it? And, mm. you know, it's blanket-to-blanket coverage, and, you know... 
But so, so what the longer term effects, who knows? Because yeah. nobody really of his size. And I mean, the guy's got fucking hundreds of millions Milo. of views. Milo was one. Yeah, but, huh? I mean, not, not Milo nearly is the same. Nowhere he's a peasant. Completely different category. You know, he's got literally hundreds of millions and of I views still and him. years Milo and years on of, of video content. Yeah. So this is really unprecedented, I think. Um, and remember, Milo was only banned from Twitter. Right. Uh, he hasn't sort of been banned from the whole, the I whole thought lot. That, I thought that Jack on Twitter came out and said he wasn't going to ban Alex. Did he, he sense did. ban yeah, him? He did. He did ban yeah. him. I don't like this but, at all. But I don't yeah, like uh, it at all. No. It, it's... it's wh- I on. think that I think that speech like this, like his speech, should be met with better speech yep. you know and yep. that 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 those ideas should take care of themselves because you're giving these social media powers so much say over where that yep. line is and i think that if it was and you know he's right leaning crazy if something's left leaning crazy what is it then yeah i mean alice jones he describes himself as a libertarian he, Does he? he is a, yeah he is a libertarian um but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's a sign of the times in that uh, the left is looking for any fucking anything as long as they don't need to put up an argument to the counter, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's very, very dangerous, man, what's happening. But it's very dangerous. What, it goes into your whole thing of like keep us docile and all that because most people look at this as a good thing. Most people that I see on – other than like the kind of – cypherpunk security focused people that I follow on Twitter, the people that are very much libertarian, keep the government, keep media from not interfering with free speech. They obviously hate this. Most people that I follow that I see think that he should have been kicked off a long time ago and on off of every channel. But why? Why? I think, I think it's the Sandy Hook thing, right? That, that, that's that a big really one. That's a big one. Yeah. And, and that, uh, that annoys me to some degree, but I would never use that as grounds to kick him off of all social yeah. channels. So, so why? Why? What are the reasons these people are giving? Just be pretty much because they disagree with, yeah. with everything that he's saying. And, and that is that, just... That's, uh, there's nothing be past that. That is such a six-year-old argument, isn't it's it? It's not an argument. It's it your, isn't it's, an argument. No. You know, a six-year-old could argue better than that, actually. <laughs> It, and you know what? It's the old poem, isn't it? First they came for the socialists, yeah. but I'm not a socialist, you know? And then eventually it'll just fuck it. What's the next line? Uh, so they left me alone. Uh, next they came for the, I think it's the trade unionists, but I'm not a trade unionist, so, so they left me alone. Mm. And then right at the end, it's like, well, I'm alone now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, cool, man. I like that. Well, yeah, I mean, oh God, it, the, for, for me, it's, I, 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 <coughs> should, should, do, do you think there's anything that you can say that, that's not soliciting violence against somebody Look. directly that Look. should get you kicked off social media? Look, almost, I want to say no to that. I, we have to unpack it more, but I, for the most part, no. If. Assuming that what they say is correct, that it was, uh, you know, about hate speech and stuff like that. Why are they not applying the same standard to Hezbollah or ISIS totally. or all of these other hate organizations that are on these these channels? Why? Why have they just picked out Alex Jones as an example? Yeah. Now, the conspiracy side of you could say, well, it's leading up to the, uh, the midterms and, you know, Alex Jones was and Alex Jones is liked by Trump. Right. 
Um, so the conspiracy side of you could say, well, they're just trying to fucking silence the guy, you know, and, and tip everything as much as they can in their favor because they know that this blue wave is just not coming. Right. It's not coming. Um, but that, that's what annoys me is why can't they apply, if this is a standard, why can't they be very clear with the examples as well? Um, you know, it's just been done in such a fucking shady, covert, sort of uh, uh, Orwellian sort of way, you know? Yeah. It, it really, it, it, it sort of uh, just shows how, I don't know, just how against these sort of free speech and the normal sort of values that we take in mind that these fucking progressives really are. I mean, these guys are ideolo- ideologically driven. They're, they're not driven by, by values and principles and, and things that, you know, that totally w- we in, would hold there. And all these people that ha- wield almost all this power are Silicon Valley elite yep. people, and almost all of them are within a group think. Yep. You know, that's why, that's why Peter Thiel, he's the only one that votes for Trump, and he's like ostracized by half of them because yep. it's like the wisdom of the crowd when you're all – not really thinking there's not a lot of wisdom in there's that crowd, none, yeah. you know, and you're not really getting the the best answers. And I don't know. I, I, part of me, part of me worries and thinks it's a, a really slippery, shitty precedent to set. Part of me also thinks that, uh, you know, it, I hope I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll, we'll balance ourselves out in some way, but I really don't like taking this step. And even like what you said, even if they were super clear on, this is why we did it for these reasons. We're going to apply it over here. I'd still rather the marketplace of ideas yeah, be the one. I agree. Like, like even if, even if there's people that are Antifa or, or pro, um, you know, white power, you're such a tiny, small idiot minority by this point that people should be able to just shut those idiots down with, you know, real, true, good ideas, yeah. you know, and that should mm-hmm. win out in the end. And I think that's a better way to govern. And that's a very libertarian way to look at it is it'll, it'll fix itself, you know, yeah. rather than like Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, just some dude, you know, some, some clown from arbitrary, Boston. Yeah. It's so arbitrary, isn't it? Who, yeah. who, who becomes the fucking, yeah. Oh, man. And, and, it, and it's also, it goes into like our worship complex of the, those tech billionaires, you know, everybody like looks up to people like that. Well, I, I, I stumbled across a, a fascinating guy today called George Gilder. And uh, George Gilder, I, I don't really know enough about him to sort of say anything more than this guy is predicting the death of, of your Googles and your Facebooks and all, all that sort of stuff. Um, and was I was. called George Gilder? Yeah. Um, and he talks about. The internet was meant to be this very decentralized... Yeah, that was the uh, dream. This very decentralized place. And um, you've got, you know, governments like the US government, the UK government, complaining about, you know, the Chinese censoring. Well, I mean, that's what Google is doing. Google is siloed. Uh, Facebook is siloed. It's There's all these massive fucking silos, you know, whether they're countries or states, the European Union, what yeah. they're trying to do with, was it Bill 36 or whatever it was, um, creating these silos. So he was saying that, you know, really, it's it's blockchain. 
that's yeah. gonna yeah. that's the only that, way that's we gonna really because all of our information is is there as well um it's there to be bought sold monitored you know brought up for, you know for whatever reasons yeah a lot uh, of people look at the internet from a, a protocol or fundamental how they envisioned it as a complete failure yeah in the sense yeah. that they they wanted it to be like mom and pop companies all over the internet you know interacting with each other and uh transacting and, and speaking peer to peer. But now pretty much everything we do, almost every ad dollar goes through <laughs> Facebook or Google and they have almost all of our information. Yeah, what, so, what others? Facebook, Google, Instagram, Apple. Instagram's owned by Facebook. So it's yeah. it's basically Apple, Facebook, and Twitter, right? I guess Twitter, but I think Amazon and uh, Amazon, Google yeah. are the big four. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that handful that wields so much information on yeah. us. And but there's no going back well, though, is there? There's no reversing that now, is there? Right. Well, the network effect of all those is so strong now that like, it's hard to unwind that. Uh, you unless know? events like this Alex Jones thing turn people onto DTube. Yeah, or, I don't, I don't think that's enough. Hub, I, I think that called. it'll that need to be a bigger event to swing us back. And one thing I've heard, which I think it makes sense is for a, uh, for a, an internet bill of rights to be to be put together, no, I'd I, love that. Yeah. I, I think that makes perfect sense. Europe's kind of leading the way on a lot of that. You're shit, fucking joking, man. Well, I don't know if it's, it's no, they're going the I don't opposite. Know they're, they're I don't know if they're coming way. at it the right direction, but they're trying to protect people from they're, all their being, data. Aren't they're being they? driven. They're being lobbied by you can see by huge media companies who are, who are absolutely shitting themselves <laughs> because they can see their, their their business is just crumbling around them. Yeah, yeah, and all of the other industries music for example movies um that uh, it, it's been copyright that has been sort of driving the last sort of couple of initiatives the eu's come out with uh and security and this is one of the things that george what's his oh, name says yeah. is that security is just shit that you, you don't you don't security is built into the protocols it's not a band-aid that's put on top of an application that's built on a protocol. You, you, you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. So, again, this is where, you know, blockchain and uh, stuff comes into play. Yeah. So, uh, I'd say that Europe is, go is going the other way. It's going more Orwellian and, mm. and trying to protect big music, big movie, big media, you know? But that Bill of Rights, I think, is something that should be should be talked about because you but don't, don't you think want, the lobby against that would be massive want like, individual governments getting their hands on that man you yeah. don't want it oh, you I, don't want it they probably already are all now, the snowden stuff I and mean, that info flows I, right I am, back i am and this is my final point i am all for the government regulating these massive companies your facebooks and things as utility companies absolutely i am because it's got to a point where we are now where you can't just suddenly cut somebody's water off or their electricity well you can but that's but what they're doing with alex jones yeah, they're wiping exactly. his identity off exactly. the internet and yeah. if they did it with him i mean you know you go dystopian 100 you know 100 meters farther yeah, yeah, who yeah. couldn't they do it to you know yeah. yeah that's like the slippery slope side of it so, so you're you're sort of suggesting that it's it's a bit like uh, them cutting your water or electricity off that your your sort of access to. Well, I, I'd say in Alex Alex uh, Jones's case, they basically fucking bulldozed his house down whilst yeah. he was out. <laughs> yeah. they, basically, they basically like blew up his office building, or you know what I mean, like like 
They basically he, like bent him over a table he, he and can, raped him. He can pivot. Yeah, yeah I keep going. Uh, <laughs> he can pivot, but like, look at all those streams that just got shut down. You know, it's fucked. It's pretty fucked. It's pretty fucked. Yeah, and meanwhile, in fucking New Mexico, uh, you've got. Have you heard of this? Um, this fucking uh, cult in New Mexico. Oh th- no, they're just a nice family. Next pack, N-E-X-T-P-A-K-K. So what are they? They're like a blockchain-based delivery service that's transforming, yes, transforming last mile logistics through a scalable sharing economy. I mean, when you order a package, don't you ever worry that you're not going to be in to receive it or that they're going to leave it on your doorstep and some gypsy's going to come and steal it from you. Or We've all seen the videos, haven't we, online of these package thieves. It's, it's a real problem. So Nextpack basically solves this by utilising blockchain technology, that's blockchain technology, to track packages while protecting customer identity and ensuring timely delivery. So Nextpack will use sharing economy similar to like Lyft or Uber or Airbnb. Um, So individuals can earn income, additional income, in packet tokens on their free time by receiving and delivering packages. So if you've got a small shop, for example, you, you can it can be a little bit of a hub for for you know say say you own the local bakery in in a small village, and um, well you, you can basically open that up and, and start receiving packages for people and, and and earn a little bit of extra dollar, a little bit of extra bread. Excuse the pun. Um, so yeah, I I like it. I I really do like it. Uh, so, so you can receive packages and and if you choose, you you can actually deliver them as well. So customers will be able to schedule deliveries basically within a one hour window. So it's super um, super precise, super precise. So I'll share with you a couple of stats. Right, e-commerce is a two point four trillion dollar industry in 2018 and growing. 30% of Americans have reported package theft and 35% of Americans ship packages to alternate addresses to avoid theft. Nextpack solves all this. Their ICO, uh, oh no, sorry, their coin offering is live. They have 4.5 out of 5 expert rating on ICO bench. Go and check them out at nextpack.com N-E-X-T-P-A-K-K dot com and Go and check out the website. They're doing airdrops at the moment um, for all sorts of things. Uh, the, the, all, all the instructions, you can find them on Twitter. Um, just let me find out what their Twitter is. I should have had this prepared. I am very sorry indeed, sir. Very sorry indeed, sir. Yeah, so just while I'm logging on. Here we are, next pack. Okay, N-E-X-T. Okay, at next pack, at N-E-X-T-P-A-K-K. So if you go to their Twitter handle, it gives you all the instructions about how to receive uh, packer tokens. So, yeah, this is our sponsor. Brand new, shiny sponsor, Next Pack. Love it. Go and check them out. If you've seen this, have you? So let's just read it out. Nice new Mexico family. compound 
A family fled Georgia for a compound in New Mexico where they trained their children in firearms use, according to a testimony. A child died at his father's hands during a religious ritual intended to expel religious demons from his body. Eleven more malnourished children were later found at the property. The family believed that once the demons were gone, the boy would return as Jesus four months later and tell his family which institutions to get rid of, witnesses said. Those who did not believe their message would be killed or detained until they believed a teenager on the com... Oh, sorry. And those, who, those who did not believe their message would be killed or detained until they believed, a teenager on the compound said, according to an FBI agent. Uh... It, this is totally fucked. So basically, these the, these people are like uh, um, Muslims, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't want to say it. But, I love the way that you were sort of... Uh, uh, I didn't uh, even but, need to look at him. He was yeah. self-centering himself straight away, man. You know, <laughs> Don't do that, man. Why, the suspect's why, why faith has been that? an undercurrent in the case ever since, one that came to fore on Monday's hearing, even though neither prosecutors nor witnesses explicitly referred to the defendant's Muslim faith. What the fuck? So that is censorship to the highest, in the highest order. When you're talking about dead kids and malnourished kids and these kids being trained to use fucking firearms and target schools, right? Institutions and shit. I heard that they were training them for school shootings is what I heard. um, Excuse me, uh, James, uh, Willie, uh, when we go into the courtroom... If you could just refrain from uh, just referencing the Muslim, if that's okay. I mean, we know there's dead children. Uh, we know that they're trying to kill people and target everyone. But if you just just stay away from the M word, okay. uh, that that would be great, guys. Okay, right. Let's get into the courtroom. Okay, let's go. It's just Allah such Akbar. fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's just so fucking retarded, isn't it? I mean, fucking hell. It is. It's it's so fucking dangerous, man. That's what it is. It's it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, if nobody says the M word, uh, it's going to be like the N word, isn't the it? M After word. a while, Maybe we can start that. <laughs> Don't say the M word. It's like the C word. What cunt? No, no, Christian. I mean, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new C word, the new M word. Yeah. Yep. No, you're not allowed to say the M word on on this on this show anymore. Yeah, the N word. What Muslim? The Muslim community. Um, the the these. Uh, these non-profit groups, like you've got CARE, for example, the Center for uh, Islamic Relations, right? And you, you've got, yeah, I mean, the, and the Muslim Brotherhood. You've got the, these these fucking groups that are set up. Uh, by the way, CARE is a Soros, George Soros funded. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, and in the UK, you've got the same the same sort of structure. So what what they do is they lobby. Um, at a at a local sort of council level and also at a national level, and uh, you know this is why you've had uh, Islamopho- Islamophobia, for example. That that's where all all this has sort of come about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's the it, it was only made up a few you know twenty thirty years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Christians and the Jew the Jews. Um, they don't really do a good job of lobbying like the like what the Muslims do. Mm. Now, if you look at the overall sort of Muslim plan, it is to infiltrate every single level of government, of academia, of, of society in, yeah. in, in a peaceful way and to outbreed. So until the scales tip, you're, this is what you're going to get. 
because political mm. correctness has just fucking wrapped this up and tied a nice bow on it where people and you even self-censored yourself at the beginning did, there yeah, didn't you yeah. and you know we're all guilty of of that totally uh, where, where people are actually afraid to speak up and, oh, it's not right. And then you've got the postmodernism sort of level where it's oppressor versus oppressed and, you know, the, this sort of victim culture. Yeah, it's a man. perfect fucking dynamic. A perfect dynamic. And out of these colleges, you know, all of the fucking media Snowflakes. students, all of the media students are taught 99% of the teachers are massive lefties or Marxists. In, in media as well so it's it's scary man that we've let things it is interesting far. that you know using mike as an example there uh, like of how it's totally like subconscious learning the way that yep. you that, yep. that you uh that you self-censor yep. or um you know and i i know i do it all the time i can think of all sorts of scenarios where i'm like you know you're just careful around these certain things that is a total social construct that like was created in the last five years or something Yep. It's it's scary, man. It's fucking scary because uh you know, I mean we've got the London the London guy, the the the, the guy that's, that's today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um who? who? Outside well, <laughs> It's a mystery at the moment, Mike. <laughs> I wonder who it could be. I, I bet it's I bet it's a balding fifty five year old Christian guy, you know, with a cardigan on and his slippers, you know, and a pair of oh, pair okay. of really nice slacks, you know? It's just a bearded olive skin gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. So well speaking of London and, and uh Muslims, but, what's happened but, to old Tommy boy? Tommy Rob. T Rob. We didn't get to him on that on T Rob. We didn't get to him on the last episode. Yeah man. But is he out? He's out, right? No, yeah, he man. is out. Yeah. But um yeah, I heard something, uh, a very interesting take on Tommy Robinson and all these guys that they're just fucking paid opposition as well. They're just all part where, where of Where did the, you hear that? Um, on the high side chats. It, who was being interviewed? Oh, God, I can't remember. Okay, but, it doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't no, matter. no, I, I, I can tell you, but it, it'll be irrelevant anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. without so, the story. So, so what were they saying then? That he's, he's the, like the, a the, they're, all just part, they're all just the other side of the same machine. Um, excuse me. They're all just the so, other side of exactly so, the fucking same machine and that both sides are fucking controlled equally. By, sorry... Gordon what, White is called, yeah. What, what's the machine and who's controlling both of these sides? Uh, the man. Oh, the man, yeah. The hand. Yeah. I, I, I bet he's a Christian man with a nice cardigan and slacks. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I'll have to listen yeah, to it again he, and, and get he, back to you on He's that. out, but he, I think it's the 4th of September, isn't it, that he's next, uh, that he's going back. Mm. Um, but essentially, one of the highest, the highest judge in the in England looked at his case and said, "This is fucking nonsense. Get out." You, you know. Mm. But he could have got out a few. How long was he in there? He was in there like three months or something, right? Mm. He could have got yeah. out there after the first month. Um, have you seen an interview with him since he's been out? Uh, he's lost a lot of weight, and you know that's because he couldn't eat. He couldn't eat there. Why? Because he's going to get poisoned, or you know, shit in his there, or you know, feces, feces and stuff. He had to board his windows Thinkies. up because his his room was opposite the mosque. <laughs> they they kindly they kind of put him opposite the mosque on the ground floor, so everybody was passing his room, and so 
they were chucking feces and stuff in his room. Speaking so, of feces, <laughs> that's uh, tough life. And that's he was by himself for twenty three and a half hours a day on a blue mat in solitary confinement. Man, really? Yeah. I wonder why a blue mat. Well, uh, he's a blue's a sort of boyish colour. I'm sure yeah. they've got pink ones. In but uh, speaking Bruce's. of feces uh, and feces. Um, so I'm just about to change the subject, Jimmy. Well, go don't, on, finish because it. I'm intrigued by this guy who says, "Oh, he's he's only on the." Yeah, but I don't have any more information. <laughs> well, what do you think to that statement? It's not as likely to me. No, it's not, is it? It's fucking. No. The guy is. They're all just puppets, basically. Almost been killed multiple times. He's put his fucking family he'd, on the line. He'd have to really. He's put yeah. so much on the line. That guy. It's well, unbelievable. Tell you what, let's give Mike some homework, yeah. Uh, and we'll come back on the next hangout, and I'll try and explain it in more detail. Okay. 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 All right. But uh, speaking of feces or feces, did you see um, who is America? The new Sasha Baron Cohen thing. I, I'm aware of it, but I haven't. Oh, I haven't watched it. Man, yet. it was so. Did you see? The, is it a show or funny. a movie? It's it's a six part show, I think, on Showtime. Yeah. Uh, and one of them is this like uh, Cockney uh, English guy who gets out of prison. And he goes to this proper, like, upscale art gallery. And he's showing her his art. And he basically says that he paints it with his feces in prison. So he's, like, showing her this art and stuff. And it's just painted with his shit, basically. And then he shows her this brush. And he says, uh, this brush is like, got loads of pubes in it from, like, all the other prisoners. And <laughs> this woman is, like, a proper, like, curator in the art gallery. And he persuades her. She's there... W- with the with with a fucking dress pulled up in the mirror, cutting her own pubes off and handing it to him so he can stick it in his fucking brush, man. It's fucking genius. It's so good, man. You have to watch it. It's I, Who is America? It's so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen clips of it, but let let let's, he's clever. He's funny. But let's. Uh, Let's get arty about this and let's deconstruct it of what what happened there. It's all like shit and pubic hair. It's so immature. Isn't it? So it, it's what that is is it's postmodern art, right? Modern <laughs> yeah. art, yeah, right. So if you think about it, she's not only been punked on that fucking level, but she did that because of her fucking postmodern art beliefs, man. You know, yeah. you just stick a fucking piece. You know, you do a yeah. turd on a fucking. On, on on a seat and it's art right? what do you think about that modern so, art in general it's fucking shit well who's the godfather the godfather of postmodernism was the guy that put the urinal on the side and put it in it he's a french so, guy right and i can't remember his name now i, I was listening to callan the it other was, day uh, it was uh, pierre uh, uh, urinal so, <laughs> so basically the whole idea of modern art is that everybody involved in that whole industry is just in on the lie you know yeah Right? Yeah. There's no other it's way. A complete fucking like, Marcel, you know, from, from from the person that made it to the marketers to the people that sell it to the people that buy it yeah. to the people that run the museums. They're all in on this fantastic lie. You know? Isn't that ridiculous? It's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. It's called it's called Marcel Duchamp. Right. And, he and then the you guy compare that, that to like uh, art back when it was difficult to do. You know, and they would take like years back, you know, back in Italy or whatever in the yeah. 1700s. Renaissance, yeah. And they, yeah, and you could actually 
you can tell when something is impressive and nowadays you just make a piece of shit and you tell a story about it yeah and then you have all these people in on the lie and then that sells for two million dollars yeah. yeah you basically like piss on a piece of canvas and like put it up on a wall and everyone stands around going mm, mm, you know stroking yeah. their chins like mm, is it, that's just mm. such a fucking scam industry it, it, it's like it is it's, it's so funny that we don't talk about it? it more but it's so fucking it's totally pretentious dude. but it's totally there's just no substance to it i just can't believe it you know yeah. I mean, like I, intrinsic value, you know. I, I do like, I do like some stuff, but you know, the, I I have a I draw a line in the sand where this is just completely right. Like I think it was Tracy Emin with her uh, unmade bed that won the Turner <laughs> Prize, for example, mm. one year. Yeah, and I think there was a bit of vag blood on there or something <laughs> like that. <you> know? <laughs> no, 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 no. I draw and the now, line. Now you got chicks painting, you know paintings with their vagina blood and shit like that man you know yeah. it's, it's insane so so uh, i draw the, the line at like putting thought and effort into something as opposed to like vaginal vaginal blood on you know i mean that is just yeah absurd but what about the t- next time i have a butt period can i paint something with that a what a butt period butt period you can never you paint one of those? with your butt no no have you never had a bleeding asshole no. So some thought no, going no. around that perhaps that happens once a month when certain hormones are in place in your body. So if I had a butt period and I like painted uh, oh, like a self-portrait. I see. I see what you're talking about now. I thought you meant like a period in your art where you were just painting butts. <laughs> no, you, no, you know no. what I mean? Where, like a oh, monthly yeah, butt we're now, cycle. We're now going into the, the 2000s and this when this is when Mikey, when Mickey's going <laughs> through his, his butt period. This was a period. serious butt period. <laughs> Go on, sorry, mate. One of his, most, on. one of his best eras. No, no, but, but occasionally, you know, if, if, I've, uh, if I've been sat on a hard surface for a number of days and, uh, <laughs> you know, my hemorrhoids are playing up, I might get a little bit of blood on the toilet roll. If I was to paint something with that, would, would, I, would I be able to exhibit that at some kind of Bangkok art gallery? You don't know the right people, bro. Probably. Yeah? Oh, fuck. We get you in touch. Well, I but hope so. Now that I've got a podcast, that gives me some some sway. You're right? an artist now, yeah. Yeah. This is the arts. Mm. So this is basically like me having my butt period, but on air, live, just fucking spewing bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's 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 an interesting one, and I, I think that that's the reason that she that she did that, you know. Who are we talking about hey, again? I've lost track. Who clipped her? Emin. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The girl yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, fucking hell. But it, it, it just amazes me that he can oh. still get away with it after all I know. this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But when you look at his makeup, you, you don't know it's him. And you, you just don't know. There's so many idiots out there, you know? I'm sure a lot it's of people Bernie did. with Bernie Sanders. Yeah. It's just Bernie Sanders. And, and uh, Roy Moore. Was it the... With Bernie Sanders, he's talking about the 99% of the 1%. And he's like, if you move like both the nines into the one, can't you put like the 99 into the 1% and then up the 99 <laughs> And it's fucking so funny. Bernie Sanders just looks at him and is like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's the, are the, the senator or maybe his congressman, Roy Moore, who had a history of like yeah. pedophilia. I guess he just slammed him. Did yeah. you see that episode? Uh, I, no, I've seen, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. I've seen, the only one that I've seen is where he's the Israeli Mossad instructor. Yeah, yeah. teaching kids to use guns. He's got this fucking, yeah. He's got this... I think he's a senator. No, no, he's not a senator. He's like a mayor, isn't he? Or a mayor, m- mayoral, mayoral candidate or something. That's a tough word. Uh, it is. Mayoral. mayoral. 
Um, and he's got him running around going, hasn't he? Have you not seen that? Excuse me, N-word, 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 you mean, Jimmy? Muslim, excuse me, M-word, M-word, M-word. But then, but he says N-word, the Mossad, Sasha Baron says N-word. And then the mayor actually says, and he sort of gets him running around quite sort of violently. Are we going to have to beat this out, Billy? Yeah, you're post-production, so uh, I'll put the, leave that Do in your hands. Do we need to beat it out when we say N-word? I don't think so. Naga. That, that's another thing that really annoys me is C-word or N-word, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's well, like what's wrong with saying children, Christian? You know, it's, it's like, it's so annoying, so mm. annoying, you know? I'm only using the word because this fucking Sasha Baron Cohen got the guy to use the word, you know? I wouldn't use the word under any other circumstances apart from this one, you know? So if, if I, like, say, uh, oh, man, I was walking down the other street the other day and this guy shouted at the top of his voice, <laughs> can I say it in that context? I think if you're telling a story... you can say it in any context. It, context matters a lot, and then I think it's your personal personal preference. Okay. So I was walking down the... St- no. <laughs> Am I racist? Well, well no. Uh, well, of course I'm not. Well, I know you're not, but other people are going to know what that. other people? What, fuck them. Well, the, I forgot, the about, them. I forgot about the ding a ding a ding The 83 people that listen to us every week. That's who I'm talking about. Sorry, now. 783. Um, but yeah, okay. Can I show you a video of a weird creature stalking a moose? Did you know what a rake is? A rake's like a really thin, like, creature. Um, and look at this rake moose. Um, I'll have to show you this video. Right. Look at this and then pass it to... See that there? Fuzzy, fuzzy thing. No, no, look at it. You can see his arms, man. He's got his arms on the floor, like, like in the... That could be anything. Well, not anything, obviously, but... It's a fucking rake, dude. That's, that's a pretty compelling, compelling video to me. What is the significance of a rake? Just I've never, I've never heard that Well, a rake, word. like, um, uh, like a, a, a Bigfoot or a, or a fucking, um, what's the other one? The uh, Chubacabra. It's basically like uh, a mythical uh, creature. Uh, yeah, but you couldn't make that out to be anything, man. Well, okay, everyone, I'd like to invite you to put uh, uh, go to YouTube and put rake moose or rake like uh, stalks moose and, and you'll get it but that's a rake you know the one that's like got the got the thin arms and like the ghoulish face mm. and its arms like come down to the floor <laughs> That that's a rake it, it looks right? like a reverse negative of somebody in a Spider-Man costume <laughs> for does, those yeah. listeners who are who are listening but now now you know that though if I if I do that again rake moose and you see that again now. You can see it does actually look like that, though, right? I don't know, mate. No. So what, what's uh, the what, what's the point of the story? Just well, we're into fucking weird shit and cryptids and shit like that on this episode. For sure. Bigfoot. But, but 
on this Did it do this anything? Podcast? Or is it just no, that no, it no. was caught? It just on, stopped on film it. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it got a little bit freaked out because yeah. the... I'm uh, with Jimmy. That could be anything, bro. Yeah? You don't find it compelling? Damn. Well, I don't... I mean, where were those pictures that you showed of the rake to me? Where were they? I mean, they're not real pictures, well, obviously, well, are they? I don't know. <laughs> the, the, might well be artist impressions, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> be real <laughs> <laughs> I don't know dude I'm not trying know. to piss on your bonfire but I can't I yeah, couldn't well, make anything well, out there mate. to be honest w- when you disagree with these things I don't lose sleep over it no, I, no, you I, don't. I, I don't take it to heart but I I, I do entertain them uh, and I do uh, you know I'm a big fan of Bigfoot a big fan of Sasquatch I really do believe that the big man is out there and that is, uh, is Bigfoot and Sasquatch the same dude yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, um, uh, Mountain Who, Man. And who's the Chupacabra? Uh, Chupacabra's like, it's like a sort of mixture between a devil and a dog. And what's the, why Why haven't we seen this guy yet? Why, or why, I mean, I you know, I, we've seen a Which little, one? Uh, we'll start with Bigfoot. Like, do you, don't you think it would be... Because he's an interdimensional being who... Uh, interdimensional? Who, interdimen- interdimensional... Okay. Uh, maybe no, no. But the, the 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 theory is that he can sense like trail cams and cameras and stuff. And even when people try and take pictures of him, that he can like yeah. mess up the the the, which is convenient, isn't right, it? Right, it is. Yeah, yeah it makes it it's very very good uh, very good skills he's developed to avoid detection. I'm just going to use one of my buzzwords that I've learned this week. Can we uh, can we double click on that, please? Yeah. Um. Great. That sounds um, like some annoying Silicon Valley speaker. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> It's awful, isn't it? That, that's interesting. Let's double click on that's that. Like, can I circle back um, with you? <laughs> no, but really, um, what, do you, you know smoke the, some weed about it? You know the famous mm. one where it's chucking rocks at a at a house, yeah, onto the roof and shit. Yeah, Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yeah. Well, there's a couple of those. Has, has that been <laughs> proven or disproven either way? Or is it still... So, sorry, there is no real famous one where he's just chucking rocks onto That's a house. That's actually really funny to me that he's the, like the, such a juvenile little little guy that he just likes to throw rocks at the... Yeah, they're, t- no, no, they're, they're, they're <laughs> infamous, Willie, for rock throwing. Um, <laughs> and, and wood tapping and... Uh, wo- sorry, they call them wood knocks. They Who basically, throws rocks? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a really good uh, one of Bigfoot throwing a rock, actually. <laughs> Let me see if I can get it. I never knew that. Um, but it's not a house, Jimmy. But there, there is a there is a, a famous siege of a house called the Siege of Hanabia. Where uh, is that? Where these people are basically sort of locked in in this house over a weekend and getting attacked by multiple Bigfoots. And oh, uh, it's pretty that's, good actually. So there's is. many, you believe? I kind of uh, always thought it was yeah. just a solo. But so Bigfoot, there's like. Many of these interdimensional. Okay, look, look at this one, uh, Provo Canyon. Rock throwing right. sounds like Utah. That's where the Mormon, Mormons live. 2012 December, talking Provo Canyon. Hopefully, this is a very long introduction here. Mm. Across a massive bipedal creature walking down, down a hillside. hillside. Yeah, I mean it could be a basketball player. He took out of his camera and began filming. Oh, this is bullshit. Come on, dude. Yeah. Should we scoot it? Yeah, let's... let's oh, come scoot on. It, it's going to cut... It's going to... That's backwards. Okay. He's walking. Oh, yeah. Looks like a man in a suit. He does, doesn't it? He grabs a rock. <laughs> He's squatting down. With his long Bigfoot arm. 
That would be creepy as shit. Oh. He <laughs> threw it exactly like a human would. It's no way, man. Hands. This is real. I, I believe this. I believe this footage. You've got to put the links in the uh, uh, in the show just, description just for, for the listeners. To, what is it? Uh, Bigfoot believers only. Provo Canyon throw a Bigfoot. Oh, kind of an underhand throw. Threw like a stick. This is it's the same footage, just with different uh, effects on it, huh? Oh, that's good. He sort of bends down. Looks like he's picking up. Uh, it looks like a stick to me, not a rock that he throws. He's not that very big. Right-handed, underhand throw. I I think that's real. That could just so easily be a man in a stick. Like like uh <laughs> <laughs> if like, I if I were to bet, I would bet uh I bet ten to one I mean, I'm so confident that's a man in a in a, in a suit. Yeah. Do, you like, do you like the Patterson Gilman footage? The the, the real that's famous the one. That's the famous one where he's yeah. kinda of walking that's been away. Disproven now, hasn't it? No, absolutely not. Nobody can disprove that footage. Nobody. I thought the guys even came out and said no. exactly how they did no, it. No, no, yes no, or no? No. no. Well, Robert, False Robert, flag. Robert Patterson is dead, and Bob Gimlin. Oh, is that's convenient, isn't it? He's still doing the. He's still doing the circuit on on all. He's going to all the Bigfoot conferences. He's a lovely guy. I've I've watched multiple and read multiple and and listened to multiple interviews with him. He's a lovely guy. Most of my apparently there was a third guy called Bob Hieronymus who was in the suit, and even he's come out. Well, no, in fact, he said he is in the suit, but Bob Gimlin and and Robert Patterson said no. Absolutely not. What, in fact, most it, of my info Robert comes Pattinson? from Rogan, and he's always like, the, "All these guys are crazy that Robert I talk Pattinson's to about Twilight, about uh, yes. about Bigfoot." Yes, <laughs> Patterson Gimlin, Patterson Gimlin, old our pet. Yeah, yeah. Can we? Yeah. Did you guys hear about Starbucks getting in trouble again? No. What did they do? Starbucks. Stuttering Starbucks. By the way, that's like the most expensive coffee place in Bangkok. Did you ever go there? It's no, crazy never, expensive never compared, and it's not even good. It's a fucking shithole. Um, I don't drink coffee, so I so, wouldn't know. Wow, why? I like a smoothie. So, what about caffeine? I ain't had, a, I ain't had caffeine for about seven months. Oh, no way. Ching ching ching. Way. Not like it's a drug, <laughs> mate. You know, you know. I tend to stay away from all drugs. I, I'm, I'm in recovery now. <laughs> But I, I'd, caffeine, caffeine doesn't do shit for me. I don't know. I don't like it. Really? No. Oh, I love it. It gets me a bit wired, to be honest. So do you ever spend time in coffee shops? Uh, only when I have to. Only really? when I'm meet, having meetings there, and then I'll order a water or a, ca- or oh, a, or a smoothie. People probably think you're a serial killer if you order a water at a <laughs> coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, not, Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, at Starbucks, at least they give you a free water. They don't make you pay for it. <laughs> That's big here. They give you a tap water. Rare to find that here. Like yeah, Jimmy. so... You know, uh, th- this guy went into Starbucks and ordered a coffee. Um, and no way. He what? Well, I mean, he's not fucking... Oh, sorry. Oh, he's this not, he's not story. Gaylord okay. like yourself, man. Right, you know what I mean? He ordered a coffee and says, uh, so what's your name? And he went, Sam. So she wrote... Is this a bit? Sam on the fucking cup. S-S-S-S-S-A-M? Yeah. Yeah. This is a bit, Willie. It's and feeling like it. So she passed the cup down the line. It's her problem gone away. Takes some money. 
And the guy calls out, I got a coffee for Sam. And now Starbucks is getting sued. <laughs> Not really. He had a proper start. So this is real. It's fucking real. Oh, so right. what are they suing him for? Well, emotional distress th- th- for making uh, fun yeah, of him. Yeah, I you guess? know, man. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, um, and also overuse of ink. Th- here's the bit that sort of uh, <laughs> here's the bit that sort of made me laugh was. Um, Apparently, there's some sort of stuttering association. And can you imagine being at one of the annual general meetings, man? (laughs) That's an all-day affair. That's an all-day. Point one on the... (laughs) No, but, I mean, we we, we laugh. We take the piss, but... We uh, do. We do. We laugh. We laugh. But, you know, uh, we're 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 all not perfect, are we? I mean, I I laugh at my my faults, my idiosyncrasies, you know, my my fucking bellendishness. yeah, I mean, I'm like physically disabled. I've got massive man boobs, and uh, <laughs> I'm short. And uh, you know, if I wasn't in Bangkok, I'd surely have a very ugly wife. But yeah. uh, you know, thank heaven. If, if it wasn't for those three legs that you've got propping you up, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Egg fucking exactly. But, but uh, uh, no, no. Well, so <laughs> what, what do you think of that? I mean, it it, it just sort of shows to. Me, it's an example for me of. First of all, somebody wanting to push the problem further down the line and not deal with it, and or you could say anything to these people, couldn't you? Couldn't you? Well, and my first thought is that guy at Starbucks is an idiot, the one that wrote it on the cup. Yeah. You know, like, use your brain, figure some shit out, you know? So do you think he might have just been pranking his buddy down the line then? It's possible, you know? You're really kind of, that's kind of an asshole move to do at your job. <laughs> 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 but also... Should you really be suing somebody for that? You I know? don't know. Right? You said that they're suing him, right? I, 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 the, the, I don't know if we would sue. But or, they're, they're, or just raise a fuss about it. Or I, I think they're definitely speaking with lawyers, yeah. Yeah. See, I don't like that either. Yes. I, I, th- I think it's kind of a, a poor taste joke if it was a joke. and uh, Or the guy's a complete moron, the one that was wrote the SSSSS. But I think suing is just absurd for something like that. What do you think? I think the fucking Starbucks at the moment is they can't they I, can't do anything. I would I would buy shorts on Starbucks. Yeah, man. should we do it right now? Should we just short sell some Starbucks yeah. stock? S bucks. Exactly, man. You know, give us. I mean, it, they can't I, stay out of their own way. They just keep well, smacking right happens. into the wall. When when you when yeah. you pander and, yeah, and when you when you get. Get on, get on your fucking knee. We want a knee from you, Starbucks. Well, th- then you know? everybody feels like if they have a gripe, they can take it to you exactly. and, and just step right on your throat. Exactly. And that's probably why this is happening. Yeah? Exactly. You know, first time you take a knee, that's it. You're fucked. Bend the knee. Yep. Yeah. I want you to take a knee again, Starbucks. And now another knee. Take a knee, please, Bob. But, uh, yeah. No, I, I don't didn't... know. I just thought that was either... A really stupid employee to begin with who wanted to just have or an employee wanted to pass on a prank further down the uh, further down the line. Something that was completely made up or I don't know, just something that was blown out of proportion. But it is Starbucks. So do we have any uh, sciency or any interesting shit this week or should we? I've got a heap of what were. Okay, I've got I've got a. uh, I've got an idea to bring us all together. Go on. Then. 
He put... No, go on, sorry, go on. It's, uh, this is my idea, World Cross-Dressing Day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, but, you know, for me, it's just like another day of the year anyway, because... Uh, cross-dressing. Except you'd, you'd have to wear the lingerie outside of the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So cross-dressing is just straight guys dressing up in girls' clothes for shits, for fun? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they get something out of it? Do they get a sexual pleasure out of it, or is it, like, empowerment? Yeah. What where do you what do you make of... Well, I, I think there's different levels, Willie. I think there's people that do it for shits and giggles. There's people that do it because it's a kink, and there's people that do it because they're actually transgender. Is I it the same thing as a levels. drag queen? Is that the same yeah. thing? Yeah. Okay, it's drag, right. I, th- I think uh, of the three levels that I well, just, just went through, shits and giggles kink and <laughs> transgender uh, drag queen would be the third i got you got you yeah. it's yeah. it's what would be commonly known as a transvestite and that's that, different that's than transgender uh, correct yeah Trans- transvestite. transvestite has nothing to do with your body correct it's just, it's just, just your feeling just your, your, yeah. rocking his balls and his cock and you know he likes to put a little bit of you know laura ashley on you know do you have that in, in america um no, no. but Think they about make curtains. Um, well, we might. I don't know it. Wouldn't it be weird, man, rocking up at work and, you know, your boss is sort of in a woman's... Well, if you've got a female boss, she's in a guy's outfit. And if it's a fucking guy... Um, yeah, and nobody can say shit because you're like, if you say shit, then you're fucking... You're, <laughs> you're, you're anti... On, on, on you're a racist. <laughs> yeah. on, on that commute into work you're where they're on the fucking BTS rocking a nice fucking bit of floral pink, you know? Yeah, but with stillies on, you know? Yeah, yeah, but what's so funny is when people do that, but they've still got, like, hairy legs. They haven't yeah. to shave their yeah. legs or their armpits, you know? They've got, like, a, oh, a dress on. Yeah. I think that'd be a laugh, man. Well, when is it, Jimmy? Because if it falls on the day well, when we do a podcast... It doesn't let's, exist. Let's it, do it. it. It doesn't exist. Oh, sorry. Are I you was, just I was saying... listening to a podcast. I can't remember what it was. I think it was Theo Vaughn, actually. He's a funny fucker. Yeah, he's but, cool. Uh, I love Theo. And he, he just... He, he started... One day, I was living with, uh, with Richie in this house. Uh, in the house that you visited, actually. Oh, the haunted one. Oh, God. In I 2000. Um, uh, and, hang on. Let's... Shall we? Yeah. So Jimmy used to have this house, right? On I know, and remember it was side thirteen, but I don't remember what road. Yeah, hmm. Vipaldi ranks it. Ranks it just, it. just behind the Tyoway building. Wait, Sukumwit soy thirteen? No, 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 no Vipaldi ranks it. Vipaldi ranks it, right? And it was like a townhouse, and it was three stories, uh, and basically it was all like wooden inside. Mm, like okay. all the floors yeah. were wooden. Yeah. And uh, I went to stay there for a couple of months back in the year 2000. I did a bit of traveling around Thailand and I stayed there for a week at a time here, a week at a time there. And I had to stay there basically for a couple of nights on my own while Jimmy went away. And ended up going and sleeping in the garden because I was that fucking scared of being Ghosts. in the house. And I don't know if it was just because as the, as the night cooled down, because it was all fucking wood inside, it was like... But it sounded like fucking people were walking around the house all night. Were you yeah. alone? I had to go and fucking sleep basically on the street, it, on the guard in the garden, basically on the street with fucking people walking past That's and better. shit. Because I didn't want to be inside the house. Jesus Christmas! <laughs> yeah. He used to live there on his own when when he probably, got, moved probably got used to it, huh? Well. That's it was fucking that's weird. That's exactly was it? all it is: is the the temperature dropping, and and the wood contracting. <sighs> that's all it is. <laughs> you, you said it. 
You yeah. knew what it was. Yeah, but it but sounds you, like but fucking, fucking people mine got the yeah. got the best. You seat. thought it was a ghost. So go on then, Jimmy. Go on. So what happened? So anyway, one day uh, we. Do you remember the movie got a couple of with, with oh, Tom no, Green? Um, oh fuck! Road trip? No, Freddie got fingered. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fucking <laughs> What brilliant. a name of a movie. <laughs> Love that. That's a fucking mad movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, we just watched Freddy Got Fingered and. Uh, you fingered each other. <laughs> after we finished fingering each other, um, on the Monday morning, we actually uh, went to work or walked out the door, and we had a maid at the time with everything on backwards. So we helped each other get dressed. So everything mm. was on backwards, man. So really? shit, tired shit, man. <laughs> And we walked down the stairs backwards. No, 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 fucking kid. I'm not kidding you, man. And we walked down the stairs fucking backwards and you shit. And said bye to the maid and shit. And she's just fucking, she's like, these two lost the plot, big style. You know what? I've seen fucking you and Richie do it. Walked now. out the door and walked out the gate. And just sort of waited there for a couple of minutes and then just came back and we're like, ah, we're back with the backwards Surprise. guys. But uh, yeah, um, so it was that sort of <laughs> inspired my cross dresser. Okay, here we go. I think I'm turning into a software software justice warrior, a soft sad. Social, software social, justice warrior. Software, yeah. Social, That's a social new justice warrior. Not a soft, I couldn't put my finger on it either. Software, software justice warrior. So uh, uh, I think we've got time for a little bit of a heap at what we're, right? Have we? Yep. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's double click on that. Uh, okay. Heap at what we're, heap at what we're, heap at. What where he put what up his bum or cock? Uh, How'd you do that? You so used to do that really well as a kid. You had a great one. Oh, shit. You, you had a great one last episode, I remember. So look at this, right? So imagine getting something stuck up your bum is not bad enough. But then the thing that you try to get the thing out with, you get stuck up your bum as well. Ooh. So anonymous male individual... Can't imagine why this Italian wanted to remain non-nameless. Took a trip to the emergency room after a particularly gruesome vibrator and salad tongs incident, which I'm sure everyone learns during their first day at medical school. This gentleman in question used a vibrator, which unfortunately got stuck. Unsurprisingly, he was too ashamed to go to the emergency room because he's human. Naturally, the next step was to try and correct the problem himself by fishing out the vibrator with some salad tongs and failing. <laughs> After this humiliation, the man turned himself over to medical professionals and they were able to strap both the tongs and the vibrator for a small fee of tens of thousands of painful life-ruining dollars. He put one up his cock or bum. Do you believe that story? There's a fucking x-ray, mate. Is there? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It looks like... It really? almost, I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like one of those podcast microphones, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like a Rode uh, R3210. Anyway, so... I've got a massive tip for people like him, you know? Yeah. Always 
if you're going to stick a massive fucking vibrator up put your ass, put a bit of string. Put a bit of string around it. Yeah, son. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you can you pull know? it back what out. What were we talking about last time? Uh, you, yeah, like a, a, fi- a, fish, ho- a, f- a fish hook. It's an eel. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just reel it in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You okay, know. so uh, I really enjoyed tonight, Fuck. guys. Uh, so we've got to go because we've got another podcast coming up with a, with a real cool dude. Well, no, go on, Jimmy. We've got five minutes if you want to introduce something. Well, well, Lewis, the rapper who got a billion dollars worth of credit. Yeah. Have you heard about this guy? No. Ah. It's from the Cameroon. He's, he's called Akon, A-K-O-N. Oh, famous yeah, I guy. Know him. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been doing some deep dive, double clicking into the fucking rap world, man. So shout out, shout out to... Uh, Akon! Shout meow, out meow, to meow. Akon. But meow, this guy, meow, meow, meow. he's originally from Cameroon. And uh, so he, he got big in the US. And he's like, he got all of this money and he wanted to upgrade his mum's house back in Cameroon. His mum's like, no, 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 no. This is, this is how it's going to be, son. This is, this is how I live. And he's like, well, at least let's see if we can get some electricity into, into your house, you know? So... Anyway, they investigated that, and the price of bringing in the electricity was just astronomical. There's nobody else in the village, nobody else in the fucking area uh, had uh, electricity. So well, this lived like properly in the sticks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In like I a mean, mud this hut. is third world Cameroon, you know, Africa, Central Africa style, you know. Mew 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 mew. <laughs> Michael Bisbin does that. Oh really? Yeah. It's an air horn. Except it's cool when he does it. <laughs> no, no, no. So anyway, it got him thinking. And he started speaking to these locals and all this sort of stuff and, uh, you know, the local governments. He was doing shows over there anyway. And what happened was, the top and bottom of it was, he got $1 billion worth of credit to set up this, uh, the infrastructure that's needed to deliver the, the solar uh, electricity and to bring it back onto the grid as well. Uh, so essentially, setting up this fucking electricity grid in the hands of a dumb rapper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today they're delivering electricity to about fifty million people. Man, can you imagine that? Well, Acon, he's done it. He's done it. He's only gone and fucking it's done fucking it, Willie. Wow. Willie, insane. Acon's only gone and fucking done it. What Good. a fucking dude! I think he, he, isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's nuts. I yeah, think he created his own cryptocurrency too. Oh, really? Yeah, Acona coin. Yeah, Acon coin or some shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I think that was not that as successful. But, but I mean, that, that, that's I mean, all power to people like that. Oh I, yeah. I love, st- I love hearing stories that's like that. Badass. You know. Yeah, it's fucking ass. cool, man. Isn't it? <laughs> okay. This right. has been This Strange Life. I am Mickey. Come and follow me at Crypto Mickey on Twitter and. Get ready for a new YouTube channel coming your way soon. This Strange Life. No, Strange Life with Mickey. So you can find us at Strange Life This on Twitter, at Strange Life This on Instagram, at This Strange Dot Life on the interweb. And come and join us in our Discord channel. You can find that at Strange Life This on Twitter. There's an invite right at the top. Come and join us. Willie. Find me on Twitter as well, at Willie Delius. Jimmy. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go out this week again with a little bit of Juma. Uh, this is called, uh, yeah, let's go out with My Fair Angel. Again, this is me singing back in my early days. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, this is called My Fair Angel by 
Yeah. 